how life is. <laughs> hey, I, I got the feeling that it's just never ended. I'm going to give you a slew of D. Brown, honoring D. Brown the Another one is going to be, here I come, so Mr. D. Brown, Dennis Brown, super fun. Oh, no. Oh, no. Here I come with love and not hatred. Show me goodness and mercy shall follow I. All the days of my life Envy no one No wish to be with no evil man For there's comes a day When you'll be free Like the father said Leave a huge children Oh yeah Leave a pastor children yeah. My head is anointed Cup running over, yeah. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow I all the days of my life, yeah. Oh, yeah, now. Oh,
Yes, uh, the big, big sound of D. Brown. want to say big love and good evening to you. Um, give me a call, 661-467-2407. That's 661 467 I've got to swing a couple more D. Brown for And oh baby If I follow my heart I'm gonna love you And if I follow my
have to be left with a broken heart. Hey, maybe I don't have a heart at all. <laughs> well, anyway, good evening and welcome into the show. Um, broadcasting live from somewhere, somewhere in the middle of the end of the ocean. Uh, maybe you can guess where. I'm not sure. Uh, somewhere, somewhere. <laughs> somewhere, somewhere. I want to say big love to Sister Carmen. Uh, we're going to be setting you up shortly for your big, big show. So stay tuned, guys, if you have anything that you want to get done in Jamaica. The money lady will be able to get it done for you coming up shortly. want to say big love to my darling brother-in-law. Um, I'm reminded that I am the only brother-in-law you have. Oh, my God. <laughs> who wants uh, me to be, <laughs> who wants me to pay him to listen to me? Oh, my gosh. Gosh. <laughs> what? Well, you know, I'm not going to say, I'm just going to leave it there. Um, bless up my brother-in-law. I know that gives you a good little um, that's what this is all about, you know, take the time um, to kind of look around, um, embrace what you have, and especially if it is wonderful and good, uh, show your gratitude, you know, that's all we have. I am reminded daily as I am how fragile life is, how you have absolutely nothing but self and the self that you have is not a physical self, is a mental self which encompasses memories. And a lot of time because of diseases and genetic mutation, <laughs> oh yes, um, you lose even that which you have, which is the memory. Um, because uh, without memory, who are you really? Um, things kind of connect us and they assimilate memories. And that kind of keeps us going. It kind of intertwines with a lot of other things. You know, it, um, when you remember your brother, your friend, when that moment that gave you joy, um, you are able to recall that. That uh, is a part, makes a part of who you are. You have a special car, a special piece of uh, jewelry, um, instrument, a piece of clothes that connect you, your physical self. Um, connects you to that mentally and spiritual and all those little soup I call them soups that gives you who you are that comes into uh, encapsulate um, who you become then when that kind of starts separates itself and get disheveled um, in that hey your house, your house got burnt down and that can be a big, big, big thing because in that is encased your shoe, your special shoe, your special letter, um, you know, the fact that you traverse through those gateways or doorways and um, 
and to get up one day or not even one day in a moment and see everything you have consumed by flame and you are standing there helplessly looking to not do anything it oh gosh sometimes you know in, uh, to describe something you kind of get the description, but it doesn't really get into space uh, because it's not you, because it's not someone you quote-unquote love. So it's just, you hear it. Oh, my condolences, my sympathy. Can I help? What can I help to do? But it doesn't of you, I don't know if you call that the soul, that when something that is close to you, if somebody tells you something, you hear it, you hear the words, but it doesn't impact that inner, 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 inner soul. So much so, uh, for some of us, you can't, uh, you know, forget whatever that is. And uh, when you, like, I uh, get an opportunity, uh, well, I don't know if it's opportunity. Well, in in some ways it is an opportunity um, to see, um, to help. Well, you cannot, and, and the unfortunate thing, you really cannot take on these situations that you see. You cannot make it a part of your soul. That's soul and sometimes it's impossible because you don't have that connection to that situation so you can only sit and listen and that's also good because if you were in that space where you would take those things onto your soul you wouldn't be able to survive more than one impact like you work in emergency room and you have to bust a few chest up yeah it's going to be as graphic as that because that's what it is you have to try and cut off a juggler to prevent bleeding, and you see, um, you know, different every single day. You can't take them home with you, or else you'll never be able to come back. It's the same thing as disaster. Somebody comes before you, and they show you a picture of where their life was, um, where everything they had 60, 70, 80, 90 years sold, and it's inflamed, or it is um, consumed by water. It's no longer, you can't even bend down to pick up the pieces, piece anything back. And um, how do you survive that? How do you really and truly survive that? How can you prepare yourself for that? Is it possible? Um, So it depends on how you live your life and how attached you are to things that we quote-unquote own. Because in a minute... In a second, split, literally split second, 
gone. You can't take them to the shop and restore them. There's nothing like that. So where do they live in your memory? How good is your memory? Um, and how long would those stay? Sometimes it is good that you can just kind of sweep. It's like your computer. Um, you can delete stuff, when, which you have to in order to survive. And then you kind of create or download um, some new programming. So you have to constantly keep that in mind new programming and that helps you because some of those old programming um, are not applicable you don't have anything to support them that's how the computer works um, you have Windows 8 it wouldn't be supported anymore uh, the same thing if you had um, um, what's it like a, a tape, a cassette tape, those of you who are of a certain age would remember a cassette tape, um, you wouldn't put something on a cassette because there's nothing to support playing that cassette tape. And sometimes break certain things that were of the past, but sometimes it comes in a different kind of packages, and sometimes it comes back. And um, based on how we're looking at things, maybe that don't even last. It's just like mm, a spur of the moment, and then because something overtakes that technology. So it's the same thing with our memory. How do we store our memories? Um, and what is us as a human person? And I think this is just my little way of I'm not as learned as most of you are. Um, is that memory and how you store those memories? Um, and once you have them and you hold on to them and they start losing, whether you get dementia or any kind of dementia, and those start to go and recognize yourself, the families that you once lived with or the things you have and you stored in what we call a house um, that you thought was so well protected by the bricks and the whatever you had and they just go up in flames. How do you survive? How do you survive? And are you prepared for that if that should ever pass your way? You know what I'm saying? Are you really prepared for that? Can you survive that? Um, and most people, it's very, very, very difficult, very difficult. So some of the times you have to prepare yourself for the inevitable because uh, it's not a matter of when. <laughs> no, or it's not a matter of where, or it's not a matter. It, it is that it will. Music and we chat when we come back on the other side. It's Sirius Radio Caribbean Radio Show, and it's Dr. Ev on the mic this evening. I am hanging in for the one and only nine-star general, the island chat, live out of JA with Mr. Howard Endry. Your out where is is. Coming up on the other side of this is the one and only HB. I call him my shoe angel. And we're going to talk a little about Give Back Jamaica and what just got into the island today, preparing for our 10,000 
Kickers Club shoe program that is that we do yearly and we are going to be heading out to the primary schools in Jamaica. It's not too late. If you'd like to give a pair of shoes, it's $20, $20 to give a child some hope. Uh, and I know <laughs> what that is um, growing up, not having shoes a lot of the time. I can remember every single pair of shoes that I have up into my uh, luckily, I did not feel so attached to shoe that if you come into my closet, you have 500 pair of shoe that has tags on them. Luckily, I don't have that. Um, but I always, and I think everybody has a shoe story. And when you think about Jamaica, again, if you're a certain age and you are in Jamaica, you have a shoe story. You know a child who have a shoe story. And you know what getting, even as an adult, if you get a brand new pair of shoes, how you step. <laughs> you kind of step a different kind of step. So be a shoe angel for a, a kid in Jamaica in a primary school. We're going to come back in a little bit and chat a little bit about that. So my brother-in-law, my one and only brother-in-law, I keep being reminded, oh, God, that I don't have to, have to be reminded of that by you. <laughs> but I only have one sister. So you're my oh you're my one and only precious brother-in-law. Trust me, you are. Did you hear me? Trust me, you are. <laughs> All right, this one is for you, guys, Sister Carmen. Hope you're having a sweet, wonderful, delicious day. And coming up, Mr. D. Brown. <laughs>
got some money in your pocket, then you can't find no one to love on. Hey, good evening and welcome into the show. It's Dr. Ev on the mic this evening in a little island, part of a big, big island far, far away at the end of the sea. <laughs> I want to say big love for all of you who are just experiencing some good health, just um Hold on to that. Hold on to those memories and just hold on to those. And um, loved ones, um, things change in a blink of an eye, you know, absolutely. And until you've been in it, seen it, feel it, touch it, um, sometimes you don't understand. Uh, Absolutely. Um, Sometimes just hearing about it, really, you have to feel and experience all of those Yum, yum, yum. Oh, all of those <laughs> vibration and all sight, seeing, taste, and all of the other senses that we have uh, get activated. You'll understand. I want to say big love to all of my super fans over there. Um, thank you, thank you, thank you. Hey, Dr. Myrna, uh, my key sister all the way in Trinidad and Tobago, just coming from South Africa with the Trinidad um, netball team. Hey, Doc, um, bless up yourself. Uh, but I know in spite of it, you guys can't beat Jamaica. You know, we're the best thing. Anyway, <laughs> my sister, um, just thanks for just being there always for me. And thanks for just being just a sister, um, just just. Just wonderful, wonderful. Want to say big up to the money lady, too. We are going to be happy um, to get you on the team um, when I need a little money. I have a little money. (laughs) You can tell me how to make some money. I need to make that. Um, Talking about money, we uh, have, you know, my life um, is dedicated uh, to give back. Uh, I, I tell my story. My mom, I think, is the most genius person that ever walked, and she can, uh, as them say, make, take, not now make fashion. <laughs> yes. Um, I, I see the geniusness of my mother who gifted to another level. As a young child, as a young woman with five children um, in a little, uh, not even eight by ten room, I would say. So with the Kaya mattress, yes, folks, I'm going there. Kaya mattress and the chink them and all of them chink there. Um, And to rise from that little one room where, you know, on Friday evening, I, I learned this. I learned a lot about construction, and and I talk so. Uh, when I remember, it is an absolute joy because it it teaches you one how to survive, and when all of these things have gone. Real life step in and survival step in, and and I work in an area where well, I see how life, you know, is cut short, and it well, I don't know if it's cut short, but it's come and it's go. And also, I see where people have things and they no longer have things, 
and how you have to somebody standing in front of you who have a wall to what they had worked for for years. I mean, if they have insurance, uh, it can be a little bit, but those memories, if this was something they held on to, it cannot be rebuilt. It just can't. It, it has to be a new programming. We don't talk. But I've seen us leave from a little one-bedroom house where Friday usually go dig marl in the marl pit. And I learned how to Watland dab literally get that marl because we couldn't have, we couldn't afford a seat. And you board up that little part of that wall with some stick that you get out uh, um you know you know how to cut some good stick and make the braces to put in the um the board and make put it in and when it's hard you draw the board there <laughs> and then if you have a little money then you get the cement and you dab it over it you know like a stucco but those people in construction will know what i'm talking about but as a child you observe you observe your parents planting the banana and digging the yam and your parents thanks also for 4-h those who took in some 4-h thing you learn how to do a lot of things you know make character and lime juice, you don't have to use um, <laughs> um, cook milk, uh, you know how to use your nor the, the things you have in your community in order to survive. And now we know those are more healthier. I remember we usually get um, from the from the poorhouse, eh? you call it poorhouse at the time, the bulgur wheat and the car meal and all them stuff there. And now, <laughs> to be honest, Sometimes, and we usually frown on the vulgar wheat, you know, donated by the United States of America. I remember that clearly on those pan um, uh, oil, <laughs> a terrible smelling oil, but nothing fry better than them Friday evening, Friday um, at school when you get the dumpling, the fried dumpling and the chicken back. Oh my, fry, you don't smell. You don't smell the aisle anymore. But anyway, I remember um, going <clears throat> and getting on a Friday evening when at Bogwalk, place where you get the car meal. Um, Sometimes the car meal have weevil in there. Sure, what is weevil? You just sieve that out and chew like a flour and mix it up. I was sweet like them, the car meal dumpling there. So all of the things, um, sometimes, you know, we have to sit down and really go back and, and take and see how we go. All of the things that we use um, now, more affluent, refrigerator your children them just fling wet things and you know we don't take a stop to remember what we use and how fortunate if we call that fortunate we are and how much we have to throw away and how much we have to give for those who do not have i want to write it that way because a lot of time we so forget 
So my mother, although she got a bag walk, she would have, she would have given a little ball of walk. She would have said, pick me, run go through the bush, go tell me. So they might give a ball of buck up a bag walk, or they might give a rice up a bag walk, or they might give. That's how we used to do in order for the community to survive. And I remember, you know, like in uh, Christmas time, the goat you have because we have our little goat hunting, you know, kill a goat, the festivity. You, the, your mother would say, Run, go through bush and run, go on and out. When I met Mr. Granny, dry up before you come back. Go get granny so and so. That I know your granny, you know. I know your granny. She in the village. But she never, ever, ever forget those people. Them are one of the first people get cheered out. And you know, get cheered those people where you know want. They might get the cream of the crap too. And I remember those things as a child. I remember my mom, she usually sell at the school gate, um, high son, socks up to take care of five children, socks up and banana and all of that. And my mother, although she have a little picnic, them, poor picnic, them, she volunteered her time the school. She said, Mrs. Irvin, and of course, you know, them there at a the time, it's sports day, and holy for people come in, and you know, that's where you're going to make some big money. And Miss, my mother went to the head teacher of the school and said, hey, Mrs. Irvin, um, I would like, no, no, my mother knows to do that. Here, to sell the house for the school, and you take that money for the school. When my mother have a picnic, they starve hungry. And my mom were, I mean, sport day, she would give the school. Now, um, to share ice is for those people who grew up in here where you, you push your hand, you push your hand and knock that little shear and that little ice going to the, the snow cone cup. And you have to, everybody, everything you have to share. And because of my mom's charity, the head missus, um, Mom knowledge went to um, in a town and go buy one crushing one a machine that crushed the ice. For my mother, no, no, not about them. That's something there. Um, because of my mother's charity, not only that, Mrs. Herring said she called her Mrs. Safley. Mrs. Safley, you don't have to compete. Literally, you don't have to compete with all of these people who sell out at the gate. So it's like. 20, 30 people are selling them crushed ice and them snow corn and them drops and orange and all of those stuff. I just say, you can come to the back way, the canteen, and set up a little candle. So my mother had a captive audience behind just because she was giving, giving. So she was able to send her like a picnic, five little picnic at my school. Because she was getting a little more. She alone, she not about alone. And she would sell at a school gate. So I say that to say this. A lot of times we have so much and we forget about the power of giving. The power of giving. And I think that stood with me all of my life. Dedicated. Not only for remember one child will sell like me. 
who was a self and bagua crawl, all of the hockey and the mango and the star apple them that you could have think where we get off of the property. Put them out a roadside and you run down the car them and you sell them and sometimes them look on you and give one little extra dollar or so. That helped us to go to school. So there is another little girl in Jamaica somewhere that has the ambition to be a lawyer, doctor, Indian, and chief like me, who usually, and is still selling ackee and banana because these people um, live. When you go down to the rear Kobe River, somebody will poop up at the top, but you down there at the bottom and drink some water, or you wash, or you beard yourself, you know, because the rear Kobe was our food, bathroom, entertainment, everything. You get your fish, your um, janga, your perch, your sandfish, if you're lucky, and get some sandfish. <laughs> oh, that's the, that's the creme la la creme. And some eel. Oh, my God, have mercy. Some eel and rosemary fruit. Oh, my gosh, come on. Um, so you have all of that. So the real cobra means a hell of a lot. And you go and you take a dive or you get a wash and you lick your clothes and pan the rock stone and you put your your, your wash pan pan your head with two butter pan of water because uh, the drum, <laughs> you a mosquito after the drum and you drink that way. That's how I grew up, you know. But there's another a little girl somewhere who is going through that experience, who don't have no shoes, who has hope, but don't have nobody, who have a mother and a father, who don't necessarily have a contributing father to her life, or a young man, who is depending on you, you, yes, you I'm talking, to give her a pair of shoes or a little dress um, or make a contribution to say a word because them old people when your mother send you through that bush goggy um cider, one little that little piece of food and she look on you and she say tell your mama thank you lord of mercy i mean if i had not be today now lord thank you jesus for them jesus i mean you don't say tell your mama thank you too because me never understand about the thank you jesus but Tell your mama, thank you, Lord of mercy. God bless the hand. You know, God ever provide when of the people that tell you thanks. And them the thing they always don't look for. Go out and hold somebody for tell me thanks. Things like them thanks, they are different kind of thanks them they come from. So that's how I survive. That's the power of my mother and how I see her. She always have her on open. She always gives something. Oh, that woman gives something. She has not, not. five hunger pitney. We have some beautiful gross Mitchell banana. If you are in Jamaica, you know gross Mitchell banana. The creme de la creme. When you look on them, something. you only have to look on them. And your belly full because they're so beautiful. And when they're happy, they never get them the tweet. Them call them the pretty banana. Them call name pan teacher name and everybody else. And them then they get the pretty thing. Them your people them don't give away things when them don't want. Then give away the prettiest yeah. 
prettiest, beautiful piece of cane, the prettiest sour sap. When them pretty, them give them away. So that's how I grew up. Uh, that's how I grew up. So when we talk about give back Jamaica, and a, a lot of times literally moon when I, I I can't find our Jamaicans who are have that passion and understand what it means to give forward to somebody, especially like no, we're so quick to um say how Jamaica this or how Jamaica that and and, and, and the thing about it nobody's quick to say you ask them for oh if I tell you how much people stop talk to me because I asked them if them can donate a pair of shoes you would you would literally say uh uh-uh, uh nobody because a lot of people say then I wear the money I go who are gonna have the money a twenty dollar no I'm not talking about even a hundred dollars so twenty dollar for a pair of shoes. Then I wear then the children never go send them. So, you know, certain people I don't even ask anymore. And the people them who support our Jamaica, unfortunately, are not Jamaicans. So I'd like to talk to you guys, you know, whether or not this going out in archives. Think about that one little girl. Think about yourself. And sometimes if you had somebody and the person who reached out to and how that little reaching out changed your life. Maybe it wasn't a pair of shoes. Maybe it wasn't a frock from the Salvation Army or somebody who wore it. Because Salvation Army are not are wearing it or not. God, you so glad to get that. You don't care where it come from. Because you don't have none. That pair of shoes that you never ever know what pair of shoes, size shoes you wear. Because uh, somebody said, hey, turn on that pair of shoes and see if it fits you. And you say, yes, man, it fits you. It fits you good. Your foot not bunny or anything. No, no, man. Sometimes it's a bunny as hell, but you never get a pair of shoes. I mean, you put your hand on your say it fit you. Well, Give Back Jamaica does, because we know how the story goes on. Big up yourself, Upton Brown, wherever you go, coming up on the other half of this show at... Uh, um, Oakton would be on with conscious reggae music. Big up yourself, just landed in Jamaica um, to be on the other side, getting into the schools next week um, in order to. We have six schools that we're going to win. I call them shoeing next week. Um, Mountain View, Mount, not Mountain View, Harbor View Primary. We have Ashkenish, and I love calling that name, Ashkenish. Bless up to my vice president, Mr. Terry Reed, who went to Ashkenish. That's a primary school in Trelawney. Um, we have Porus Primary. I want to say bless up to George, my sweet darling, wonderful, wonderful, wonderful friend. Um, bless up yourself for your contribution. Um, and the Porus and friend. And we're able to um, so, um, be joint sponsorship with them, going to Chorus to give um, some big, big, big shoe over there. My sweet angel friend, um, Mr. Gary. Oh, Gary. Mm-hmm. Um, bless up to you, boy. 
little older or a little younger, because <laughs> you have to stay much younger, because we have too much work to do. Um, I want to be like you. I always say I want to be like you. Come in a thing say, um, you can beat anybody in giving. This this young man, may I tell you, who usually share one pants with and now that him can buy woolly pants. If not buy woolly pants and give away pants to other people, especially picnic who need it. If not buy the pants, them and store them because they never have any. Maybe literally, they have to borrow one pants. That's what we are talking about. Um, and we have that in this, the, the shooting. We have some kids in Jamaica. I have a sibling, two, three siblings. Luckily, some of them wear the same size shoe. They have to stagger the shoe. Two, one wear. Tomorrow, the other stagger the shoe because they now have no means. Um, their parents now have no means to um, buy a shoe for them, right? So when we talk about certain things, sometimes we have to look at the opportunities that we have. And sometimes you cannot see how far you have come unless you kind of decide that you are going to sit down and look at where you're coming from. And you say, damn. Sometimes I look and even it's hard to throw away one of them beautiful brown paper bags. Because I know if I'm in a paper bag, Lord of mercy, it, it, it's like gold, 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 gold. They have one nice paper bag or some of them nice butter pan, as you call it. Um, plus, they have a child to give them a pair of shoes. So I think, you know, I always kind of want to say, think about our country, our country that makes us so proud. And I'm thinking about Jamaica and surviving skills that I've grown up. Um, there was no, except for a coconut tree, there's no other tree, no tree that I couldn't climb. I have all of the scars that on my leg to show. I would do a whole lot of things to reconstruct me, but them scars, there's my battle scar. I wear them with great pride. Great pride, because that shows a different kind of level of survival. And I have it. I have, it is to pay it forward for all of those people who gave me one, one drink of water, um, one little something, whatever it is. Those were humongous gifts because those were gifts that were needed for life and survival. And um, for all of those people who made a contribution, my granny, who usually pick up rat cut coffee, especially at Christmas time, to sell in order for a little grand picnic them to get. Um, in a them time, you know, I'll go buy Dolly and because I don't Dolly. I don't know what they say. Get one Fifi or one Motog, and I don't know how I can make Motog. My mom can do that very well. I can't do a clear Motog. Um, and I love it. This is why I love country music. Yes, I said that, <laughs> because I usually listen to Marty Robbins and all of them country um, where we live in Jamaica. So um, we, we never had, my granny, granny had a brown resting speed. This is another talawat of a phenomenal human being um, that gave me, gave us the opportunity to pick up buckler bush. 
time and you get one crate of bottle at a time you can get one drink and you share it for all six down. <laughs> and you want the bottle part because the bottle is where the deliciousness into. Um, you taste that drinks, you know, once in a while you get that. But that was joy. And for your granny to be always there looking out for you, you have to give thanks. All the aunties, them who also help to take care of us, um, you know, it's, it's, it's a lot of us, you know, you get put from one um, parent, from family to the other until you can't help yourself, you know. There were no formal adoption. But who could have take care of But you are going to because you have to work. <laughs> you know, just good because, <laughs> you know, hey, this one, you're big enough. Now you can't do something. Hey, you can't work. <laughs> so sometimes I want to, to really remind us of we as a country, so much great people come from our country so we can get up and wear the big J on our chest. But there's so many who, because we don't have the resources, we're not able to shine as we would have loved to. And therefore, that have what we call, what I call some internalization of anger. Um, and the more sometimes angry, I think, is, is if you can t- internal externalize those anger um, and put them into some aspect of production and because these people are very very talented how different they would have made so if you can reach out organization our organization give back jamaica um, is a federally registered organization 501c3 um, your tax deduction we are not a by the way kind of thing. Um, we have several that we do in Jamaica. Our shoe program is just one of the many programs that we do. Um, we have too many of them to list here, what I tell you tonight. But I focus on the shoe program because around about September, other than the sh- our back to school program, the shoe program, which is which is really changing a lot of lives, which is really allowing kids to go to school um, is a whole um, different different level. It's an absolutely different level of help that you can do. We're able to um, give back Jamaica. We're on Facebook. Um, we have our own website, givebackjamaica.com. GiveBackJamaica.org. Um, you will be able to see all our programs that we're involved with. And call me. Partner with me. Send me an email. Um, tell me what you can do, what you wanted to do. Um, um, also, in your community, we'll be able to get into your community because, like many other organizations, um, HB in Jamaica, and right now, when we start, we fit every pair of shoe on a child's foot. We don't give them a pair of shoe and say, try that on. We literally fit the shoe on their feet and say, walk up and down, like that man, how it feels. We just did a fitting in Gibraltar. 
uh, and I'm going to be getting back some music in a couple of seconds. Um, he came, when we were going to school, you know, in a damn time, a long, long time ago, uh, we were able to go, you know, we caught a nice big ground thunder. Nobody now look powerful foot and thing, you know. Um, you better take off that who have a pair of shoes where you are going to ramp, play sighting or whatever. Um, because you know what, the shoes that mash up on your people, them see your shoes mash up. One shoes up last for so long. And when the bottom will come off, and you know, the, um, can't go the cobbler, the, the, the shoemaker man must have one million thousand times um, <laughs> before. Um, luckily, your foot will really have a growth spurt. Uh, that gone and if that if you have a smaller brothers and sister then you know not a problem it goes for them as well but think about it our website givebackjamaica.com um, all of our programs there if you would like to partner with us if you have a school your school that you want to honor and we like to do the primary school or we focus on primary schools because that if you have a education, you are more likely to go to high school, um, pass to go to your high school, and then to tertiary education. But if that's um, primary school education is wishy-washy, it's going to be very hard for you to, if you're seeking, you know, higher education. That's why we focus there. We focus there. We really do some um, infant school, which is really where we should start, because if that infant school is not really good and strong and structured, then you have problem in the primary school and yeah, the primary school that confident or have a good teacher who will help you out and put you back on track, then you're, you're just going to wait. We, we, we learn differently. Different things impact us differently. And um, like when we are going to school, we never have no special program or anything. <laughs> I mean, if you get this, you get it. If you don't get it, tough luck. <laughs> That's why you, you you have that skill of survival and you can't complain some yam or learn how to catch fish on riverside and learn how to box sand and learn how to chop stone or learn or something, something. Hopefully you have one of them skills that you can do a thing for um help our climb tree we can juke out some coconut or some mangoes and things like that something 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 and trust me um we, we're good at um survive or learning those skills of survival but please guys if you want to partner with us if you'd like to honor your school if you have an organization that you would like us to help you with and expand uh, you don't have to reinvent the wheel. We have a structure already. Come and join us. Um, let us make this thing um, a bit stronger. Uh, let us pull another of us. Um, right now, <laughs> the second seat of power in the United States is held by three-quarter Jamaican, uh, Jamaican woman up there. The now political person, which is the highest seat of power, um, the lawyer, who are the judge who is sitting on 
not even half a Jamaican or quarter Jamaican. He's a full Jamaican. And I can go and tell you, for the little square mileage of that, that we hold into this world, and for the impact that we have on this world and the amount of folks that out there that are representing that little island, if we were able to cooperate a little bit better, we would have a thousand times more people running great institutions um, in and all over the entire world. We just have one Jamaican who gone in a space. And they allow him to wear the Jamaican flag on him, him uniform. We had a guy the other day that showed me, say, hey, you know somebody who in Antarctica, Antarctica. So when we talk about Jamaican, all we need is a little push. All we need is somebody to get a little something. We don't need a handout now, not because we have all the, the bravado. We have everything that it takes. Make a sacrifice now. <laughs> a sacrifice, you know. <laughs> make a sacrifice. My mother never even did look on the people there. You just make sure say everybody have one little something. Make one little something, something, something. I can live in peace. Everybody can have something to eat. That means that somebody now have to come knock, knock, lick down your door because they're hungry. They may not have it wagga wagga, as they say wagga wagga, but they may have something too in them belly. Sharon's Radio Cat, I'm on the mic this evening, all the way out of somewhere, somewhere there. Um, just kind of really hoping that um, something that I've said is really pull you a little closer. And if you have any persons who you know who is able to contribute, let's join together make a difference. Let's make something happen that you can leave a legacy, a mark, or something on somebody's life. Somebody can call the name and say, boy, a cherry, give me this, you know, or uh, so-and-so, give me this, that kind of a thing, you know. I want to say big up to um, my wonderful sister, sweet and delicious, wonderful sister, uh, Miss Sonia Barnes, I know you're having uh, a little um, family thing about right now, um, having um, a family member passing, and I know that is kind of, kind of, kind of a little stressful for you, but want to big up yourself, Miss Barnes. Thank you so much for your big contribution from your church. Um, I, I. I am very happy that you get an opportunity um, to make a contribution from your church for us. Uh, we will be going to your primary school, um, a Glen, Glenfield Primary School. I, I know I didn't get that right, but we are one of the school primary school um, this this time round. So I want to say big up to Miss Sonia Bars and the princess daughter of yours. Thank you so much and big up um, to your church as well. Hey, it's Dr. Ev and I'm on the mic tonight with you. Give me a call 661 
seven. We got twenty minutes to the upside. It's gonna be right back. Six six one four six seven two four zero Give back Jamaica. Um, just reaching out to someone. Uh, Momo, I want to say thank you so much for calling in and hanging with me a little bit. Those of you who are on the F. Thank you so much. I, I do appreciate you. You know I do. Hey, my number one fan, Mr. Tony. <laughs> oh, big up yourself, man. This one is for you too.
you know, you know, Jamaican being Jamaican, they'll stand up and say something. A lot of things is whether or not Britain is going to play the role that she, Britain, has been playing. Now we have new king. Um, things kind of change. We have Barbados doing her thing, uh, making that cut. Um, why is on, you know, what kind of a good that has done for us um, or to keep hanging on to Britain. Um, these are some of the things that um, this referendum will speak to. One of the other things that uh, we were going to chat about is, uh, well, I don't even want to start the conversation, but just give you um, a little bit of the highlight. Um, just read an article, scientists making humans, which should be no surprise, because well, um, this is how it started out in the first place. I'm not going to go there, because I know my religious people might just come through the computer. Um, oh, you know, because we read what part of history we want to read and we understand. So um, right now we're back to the stage that the creation process um, is seeming like it's going to start where um, um, human beings now are being created again. Remember one time we had Adam and then the creation. And after that, we now have no more creation. Remember, I, I I did say I'm not going to start that, did I? And then you have, you know, you have to be humping up on someone and an egg and a sperm to do the creation. So we have been doing that as you. So you don't have one part of creating, sitting down and creating the thing because maybe at that time. A partner could sit down, and because the technology wasn't there um, to have us doing all of the job that they should be doing. And just like when you go into a factory, some guy sitting at home making some pot, and him said, boy, the demands for this pot is that much, and we want that much on the pot, but me alone can't sit down and make one pot, one pot at a time. I have to find out a way how we're going to speed up this production. And hence, you have people 10,000 pots um, in an hour or two, when before, it was only sitting out um, two pots in 10, 10, 20 days, or maybe a year, or whatever. But anyway, this is what I'm talking about. So, Here's what's happening. Are interested in this? Is that now? Right now, as we know, in how we produce human beings, even in vitro, is that we have per, sperm and eggs. And you know, I won't even go into all of the biology. And so, you know, you guys know. You know, on the molecular level. And then we have the baby, and that takes nine months to produce, and we have a baby, and then the baby grow up, and then they reproduce themselves. So this is the factory that produces a lot of us. Not they had them on ribs, and one at a time, that time, because according to the Bible, only, one, only that one time, that creation happened. So 
we're having now, um, based on the literature that I've been reading, that um, human beings are being produced now of sperm and egg, folks. <laughs> yeah, that's what I just said. Now, I was talking to a friend of mine, I, and I remember years and years and years ago when I was in college, I, be, I belonged to a special science program. And I was working at Mount Sinai in college. We had, I was working um, with the project at Mount Sinai Hospital. And I was doing some real stuff um, where I was, um, oh gosh, I can't even tell you. But real stuff um, that, Okay, let, let, let me kind of put it. A lot of times when we pee on, like pee on, I call way down on the token pole, uh, when we hear about things, the science are 20 years ahead of what we're hearing. So when they throw down some information to us, that's old stuff. That means they are still 20 years in um, improving on what they decide for us to know. The long shot of this is just a little heat, a bit of whatever, and I know we'll be continuing to read this, um, is that um, human beings now can be <laughs> produced without eggs and sperms now. A whole... This I wouldn't better go into all of that. I guess you guys can read and, and see and decide what what to believe and what to believe. But when you're thinking of um, I, um, intelligence that we're talking about, the intelligent robotic human that we, I, you know, um, something for you to think about. I, I was really thinking the other day. Um, now we as sperm and egg um, people, we pray to God um, because um, for some of us, these people um, that, who, that we know, who makes them? Who are they going to pray to us, dear God? That's a question for you. <laughs> That's a question for you. So I, I'd hope to have a lively conversation with the general this evening. Friend of mine, uh, making human beings and all of that. Make this fun and, and, and not only fun too, but um, give, uh, um, you know, kind of go into our brain and say, hey, what's happening? Um, what is going to happen to us? You know, is this the other? Um, we're living every day, but do you know who the person beside you is really? Um, uh, just a, a little quick one, and, and to tell you how I am doing some interview where I am here, and you have questions that you have to ask for the government. And one of the questions is, are you a male or a female? Literally, yes, you have to ask that. And I usually pause a little bit and say, hey, I'm going to ask you the big, big question. And they started laughing. Of course, 
that's that's what what I'm going to ask. But I kind of find that a really really strange. We never had to ask that question because you look at someone and you will see you think you see that they are female as what we know as female. And I'm looking at them. Firstly, you have to ask: Are you a male or a female? And it's a yes or a no. But um, I I am thinking that uh, a little bit in the near future, that question will also be obsolete. Um, and the question would be, really born a male or a female? Um, and that question is very tricky because it depends on how that person felt of how they were born. That's a tricky question. But anyway, guys, thank you so much for listening. HB is going to be coming your way. Little bit. Thank you so much, and I hope to talk to you next week. I hope. I hope. I'm not too sure, but I hope to be talking to you next week if I can. So take good care of you all, all my full people, all of Florida, um, all of Canada, Germany, all of you, Colombia, listening in. I want to thank you so so much, T. Um, thank you so so much for hanging on with me, and we'll see you. And if you're gonna make some love tonight, make some good love and take care of the one you are loving. Your heart. Well, yeah.